0: In this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark and Sam Robertson, we will be having no holds bar conversation about your urgent need to live only by the voice of God and by revelation and hear some costly stories and prices paid in our own lives to be those who hear him and live in response only to what he is requesting and requiring of our lives. See you soon. Welcome to episode 10 of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and again, Sam Robertson in very cold Glasgow, as it often is.
1: It's wet today, (laughs) miserable and wet.
0: You know, I I got my summer shoes out to try to, but there's no (laughs) no point.
1: We had one warm weekend, and then after that, it's gone back to, to wet cold. Do you
0: know what the dream is? I've bought garden furniture. It would be nice to be able to use it one day. Uncovered. Yeah, and <laughs> yes. that was tarpaulin oh, over Oh my it, goodness. Sheltering it from the driving <laughs> rain or the frost or the snow yeah, for most of the years.
1: Literally, and all the all the leaves that cling to it <laughs> because of the wet.
0: <laughs> well, but the, the greeting is warm, but the city is a little bit chilly. Yes. Okay, so... Sam, Mm. we've got to talk about the Revelation 11 church today. We do. And this, oh boy, does this make me excited Mm. and happy. Yeah. Hold on to your hats, my friends, as we begin to look at what God is saying for the church moving forward. Because we talked a lot about dismantling and the shaking and the structures Mm. that are not right. But here we get to actually set the tone of the future. Yeah, come on. Yes, okay, so um, tail end of last year, I started to really... pray my way through revelation 11 and revelation 11 is where prophets two prophets arrive two witnesses but as the sign of a prophetic church arising now my prayer had always been oh god i want to create a culture here in glasgow a home here in glasgow for the prophets so in the days to come there would be i mean i actually thought it might be maybe two or three generations but that that i would leave enough of a momentum of a legacy that even when I was dead and gone, there would be a framework or a, uh, a soil rich enough to grow the kind of profits yeah. that are going to be needed in the latter days of the church. Come on. Where the whole church lives by the power of revelation and the word of the Lord. Yeah. It's the end of man-made decisions. Come on. It's the end of, you know, I think, yeah. and everything is done by God says. Come on. But I'm so I'm praying this, and, and actually I've prayed it for years, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I've often thought, well, where does that kind of church yeah. come from? It has to come yeah. from somewhere. Where
1: do the prophets come from? Yeah, who
0: are who are of that caliber? Absolutely, you know. And then I felt like the Lord say, No, Emma, you're entering the days of becoming the Revelation Eleven Church, and I'm thinking. Oh, oh, oh i need some confirmation on this so i never would bring a a national word uh a, a, and our best practice here is unless you run it yeah. by another senior prophet and there's that sense of are you hearing yeah. this too so in fact you and i were there with my husband with david in um a gathering of the prophets in dallas mm. it, and my spiritual grandfather in the lord bishop bill hammond the, the father the grandfather i suppose now the uh, the modern day prophetic movement stood up and said, almost as his first words, "We are entering the days mm. of being a Revelation Eleven prophetic company." Well, I nearly
1: fell off your seat. Fell off my seat. And then after him, because he was the first, literally every other senior prophet came up and would say something. The same thing. Chuck Pierce. Same thing. The whole lot. Doctor, Sh- you know. Yeah, you yeah, do So,
0: and then tell tell the people about your physical manifestation
1: about the maps
0: yeah but actually we should have done this in the last episode because you wear that. your physical manifestation of talk about god using our bodies
1: totally i mean it happened a number of years ago in south africa and um, i was caught up in the spirit during worship I was there with with emma and um god tattooed the entire world map on my body and this it was in heaven at first I come down to earth I'm prophesying and I'm aware that my body is burning, my physical skin. This is not a spiritual experience now.
0: It's a physical experience. I go to
1: the toilet, check in the mirror, and my body is literally covered in a world map. world map. Head to toe. I was really concerned
0: about you at that point because I'm standing behind, you were worshipping in front of me, and I watched this. Outline of a bit of the globe yeah. come across the back of your neck, yep. and I think I said to you, go to the bathroom and, and take, take a some butcher. take some pictures of what's yeah. going on.
1: Totally, and then I mean, and it happens all, quite a lot in significant yes. moments, and uh, the map appears, and you you can you can see it. I mean, it's very visible and very noticeable. Well, what happened within about a second of Bishop Bill saying the revelation uh, church, church is, is arising? Yeah. Literally like, because normally it progresses out like a stamp, boom. It's all over my body, like burning red.
0: Yeah, and then you go very trembly and shaky because God is putting a a manifestation on your physical frame Totally, that is to do with something he's doing in the global environment.
1: Absolutely, it's a sign of what God is. It's not a personal encounter, it's a sign of God's activity on on the earth.
0: Because you are a science science prophet. Absolutely, yes. Yes, Yes. Uh
1: uh-huh. Totally. Um,
0: And uh, it's happened enough times when we've been together that I kind of watch when it's coming upon. On you and you're the, the tremble the, the tremble of the weight yeah. of god doing something saying that is for the world you know this international status. totally so we're in this moment and um bishop bill and Chuck Pierce, your body is confirming the sign i'm having my words yeah. confirmed so
1: verbatim it, it's not even just one of those things where someone says something similar It's literally verbatim. God has said the exact same audible things. Yes.
0: So this this is worth unpacking because you watching this, are you hearing what the prophets say? Know that this is where we're at in in world history and in church history of what God is requiring of the church. See, prophets can shout and say it's new, it's new, and (laughs) new means new, and actually, it's now time to put meat on the bones. Like the word that I had recently about houses of worship, that God is demanding houses of worship to arise Mm. that will will worship him enough that he can sit his heavy glory right there. But this is another one of those words that revelation prophets are going to be raised up, not just prophets, but a prophetic church. That's you, by the way, who speak modeled on Moses and Elijah with fire in their mouths. It's a renewal of worship. It's the emergence of an authority that commands the weather. And actually in that chapter, they speak plagues into being. In other words, they start to say, that is cursed and that is blessed. Now, I think we get quite uncomfortable with that. And yet in Jeremiah 1, I mean, (laughs) you've been called, I mean, I remember prophesying over you, you're a Jeremiah prophet. And actually... That day I had the word, this is a few years ago, you passed out on the floor.
1: I did. I did completely. I mean, I, I groaned the whole way, remember? Yes. Uh, but but Jeremiah 1 is, that's the call of the prophet to, what? Uproot, tear down, overthrow, destroy. Yes. Plant and build.
0: And plant and build. So it's not just the positive. Totally. It's actually the stopping and the barring yeah. and the that is cursed. Totally. I think that makes us feel very uncomfortable. It does.
1: Oh, because we don't like that, the words destroy and curse. And, uh. Uh,
0: and he, yet Jesus is cursing Pharisees.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, I, and, and Jesus says to us that we need to be, you know, as shrewd as a serpent, S- serpent, serp- be as snakes. innocent as doves, innocent. And, as, yeah. and so there's that ferocity and kindness in the prophet.
0: Yes, and so is this emergence of a sort of church and a sort of prophetic community that actually allow things and bar things that worship wildly. That's very much in that Revelation scripture, the renewal of worship, who devour the enemy. And give true testimony to who Jesus Christ actually is by the authority that they have. And they have authority over land, sea, and air. It's this level of authority over every sort of atmosphere. And God then says, I'm going to dress the revelatory community in clean garments and they will rebuke Satan. And Satan is terrified of this divinely authorized prophetic ministry where the church shifts things not just commentates on things it's not just the church of political punditry but it's the church that shifts things and then the lord said this to me it's not just revelation 11 but i want you to read hebrews 11 which is the great hall, hall of, of faith, faith where they all where they all die you know where they're, they're commanded for their faith mm. and the lord says read it they all died they all died without seeing the promise and the Lord said this, but you shall receive a most mighty gift that of living and seeing and receiving and becoming the Revelation 11 people. Mm. You shall not be like the greats who did not live long enough to see promise fulfilled, but you shall live and I shall require you to... To become a Revelation Eleven people. Come on. Now, what does that mean? It means that you now and the church, individually and corporately, have a prophetic Mm vocation. You will only be blessed to proceed into the new era, if you create change by revelation, that means you are all going to hear God's voice. You are all going to say, I hear the spirit of the Lord say, and no longer will you live out of human reasoning or human understanding. And God will incinerate some of the functions of your human thinking that you will see and hear and process all things spiritually by the voice of God yeah. and the new is nigh today. Come on. And the prophetic then becomes the key that opens the door to the new age. You build by revelation. revelation
1: come on. And I, you know, I heard the spirit of God say, look, you are now in the days where the Ephesians 117 spirit of revelation and wisdom will mark my prophetic people. And that's what you're saying there. Mm -hmm. Revelation, you build by revelation. Wisdom builds what revelation reveals. And that's where we are right now. And I remember seeing an encounter not that long ago, I was caught up in the spirit to this um, dispatch. Uh, the only way I can describe it, it was like an angelic dispatch zone where where angels would be dispatched from heaven by uh, orders from God into the earth. And I remember being there and literally thousands upon thousands of angels um, different colours, two different colours. There was blue and there there was green. And they went forth into Mm -hmm. the earth and God said, look, I've been holding these angels back until now. They're the angels of wisdom, the angels of revelation. And that the earth was being filled now and is Uh by a whole new battalion of angels that have been withheld for a season to bring revelation and wisdom to the people of God. And that's why God is then saying, look, you're going to build by revelation. You're not going to be... Build by good ideas, and good ideas won't be successful just because they're good ideas. Mm -hmm. You will build by revelation. And I want to say this when we say a Revelation Mm -hmm. 11 church, it's really important. It's not just Revelation 11 prophets, Mm because that's to a specific group of people, it's Mm -hmm. Revelation 11 church which means all of you watching and all of you listening are coming into a place of partnership with these angels of revelation and wisdom it's not yes. exclusive no one's left out of it actually all of you are coming into to stewarding revelation
0: i think also in that god is saying it's going to end the franchise models of faith it's going to end the sense of i echo what was successful for another church in another place. Yeah. No no no, 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 no. Actually, because you're going to receive revelation for your people, your family, your region, your city, your ministry, your business, your church that is unique to you. Now, yes, we're going to have international friendships and the sharpening. Partnerships, partnership totally. and the sharpening. But it is that sense of really god's fury i think and legitimate totally. fury at franchise models absolutely. so i mean i have to say i did lose the plot a bit when i was ministering um in sweden um not that long ago D- dear love those in gothenburg and um i had been in our own worship community here and we were singing um uh i have lived in the goodness of God." song uh do you want to sing it sam
1: absolutely not <laughs> You would be too blessed.
0: <laughs> Sam, you are many amazing things, but tuned. A singer
1: is not one of them.
0: Well, yeah, God yes. does miracles. Should we just believe that God does miracles? God enjoys
1: my song, that's it. Only him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one else. Okay, so I, you know, we've lived in the goodness of God, and I love that. song. Yeah. And we understand that there are signs and there are lyrics anthems, yeah. and anthems that do need to go around the world. So that's I'm not knocking that because we were singing it in our church here in Glasgow. I'd flown down to London. I'd sung the same song in London. I'd gone to Copenhagen, and rather than them singing in Danish, they were singing in English, and they were singing that song. I then flew to Gothenburg in Sweden and they are singing the same song in English. But in English. By the time I got to Sweden, I was like, I cannot bear <laughs> this anymore. And it's not, <laughs> I actually took the microphone and said, you have capped your worship by the refusal to find your own sound, your own words, totally. your own language. And your own revelation for what God wants yeah. to do specifically to this community. Mm. Now, are there themes? Yes. yes, but is there specificness to your family and 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 your church and your house? And I think, yeah. And God is saying, look, you are going to start to come into failure. When you marry with another person's revelation and covenant with what I said to somebody else and did not say to you. And so there is this sense of the learning of stewarding revelation. Now, I find that fascinating. You've sat in my leadership teams with me and I really feel we're going to have to shake some things up. Because, yes, we pray and, yes, we worship and, yes, we prophesy because we're the prophets. But there's a lot of chat. Mm. And I wonder that sense of God pulling us into these houses of worship, these extended places where I am just living by revelation to create the new thing that requires, you see, how quick can you receive revelation? Sometimes it is quick, but sometimes you have to steward revelation And actually sit in the download, almost like you're downloading Mm. an an old-fashioned technology. It takes time. And
1: lever out.
0: And then we build according to that. To what we hear, yeah. And it's going to change how churches are led. Totally. It's going to change how leadership teams spend their time together. That this birthing of things from houses of worship via the vehicle of revelation to curate the future... And I remember my father years ago, I mean, he would roll his eyes at some leadership team meetings <laughs> because every decision was taken was finance or every decision by, by on a financial basis or, you know, on a business mindset. There, now, you need that wisdom on occasions, but actually it has to be on a thus says, says the Lord. Lord. Seriously. Totally.
1: And even, you know, going back to, to the franchise uh, concept that you're talking about there, just for our house here, where do we feel the anointing most in worship? When we sing songs that are written by, you know, the greats that we honor and respect, or the songs that are written authentically in out house. of encounter and revelation in house? In and house. literally, yes. as much as we need other anthems and it's good um, and, and that that is necessary. You you can spot the atmosphere change from yes. a song that's known to a song or, or written out house. To a song that is birthed out of revelation yes. and the glory of God gets thicker.
0: And I think it, in that, look, I feel that by mid-autumn mm. 2022, that's the year we're in. I'm just double-checking.
1: We are. <laughs> 2022.
0: I actually think we are going to begin to see one of the most remarkable weights of the glory of god we have ever seen i agree and i can feel it as a prophet that that the proximity of god and that real shift in
1: the breathlessness at how heavy (sighs) he is in our midst
0: how he turns up what he's going to do with his people and the need to be so yielded Mm. for abandoning yeah. all the plans of man and structures for a complete yeah. reframing of God. Come
1: on. And reframing of our gatherings and how we do life and how we run And I things.
0: actually think you're going to need to take some days, you know, to mull over just how that's going to look. We yeah. are gearing up and getting ready for such a download of the glory of god and the stewarding of his presence
1: and gearing up isn't about getting busier for busy actually i think a lot of the gearing up is make space Yes. Make room, uh, even floor space in your buildings, I, and and, and, I, yes. and space for for proper radical abandonment. I
0: do feel this Levitical pull. Yeah. I know we probably like Levites, and, and somebody rightly said, you know, are we not all ministers to God? I mean, yes, we are. Absolutely, we're a kingdom of priests, uh, a chosen people. like Peter says. You're you know a royal people, uh, chosen people, a royal priesthood, a kingdom of priests who minister to God. So we all have this, but this specific specific grace of the Levite. Yeah. To minister before God To steward his revelation And I actually feel like How we build this year Will set the trajectory for years to come I agree. And that the prophetic people That's you Are going to create prototypes That will change technology Science, fashion How come we on. educate the banking system Because these pro- the prophecy Will speak prototypes into place And this creative river Is going to gush forth from it, it's going to be yeah. a different way of doing life totally you will make decisions by revelation come on now in all of that i kind of want to ask the question weren't oh, god if you're saying this now <laughs> were we not were we not and actually we have to be honest we were going on now, on it feels good now can we just say let's go back to peter in scripture who says this be established in
1: present truth
0: present truth We're finishing each other's
1: sentences.
0: Excellent. Be established in present truth. And present truth is saying look, truth is always true, but there are certain emphases for a season. So you understand that sometimes in Ecclesiastes, it's a time to hug and it's a time to refrain. It's a time to love and a time to hate, a time to grieve, a time to you. So you get these opposites. You need to know what season it is to weather the. Weather. Weather the weather. Another one of our key phrases. phrases. I'm sure we need to talk about two kingdoms just to get all our buzzwords yes, in. Yes, two kingdoms, there's two, two kingdoms. kingdoms. There's two, did we know? Do you know there's two no, kingdoms? No, but
1: now I do. Now you do. Thank you. Okay.
0: So it is that sense that we're weathering the weather by knowing what the season is. And I'm getting to a point here because one day Jesus says, make your you know, your way in the world by taking a sword. And then another day he says to the disciples, Don't you dare take, take a, a sword, sword. Take a sword. Now, sometimes in scripture, you throw lots to make decisions. That's the Old Testament. Sometimes you get what David says, it felt good to all the people. And actually, there is that, that going around to gain a consensus and decision. Well, it feels good, good to all the people. I have to say, they throw the dice, or that it feels good to all of the people, or I had an instinct, or we looked at the bank account, or we had a business strategy, which or all, vote. Yeah. or we had a vote, a church vote, all have their place. They do. It is not, not that, that season. season. Totally. If you have not heard God say it, and it's not come through the vehicle of revelation, do God is saying, this is how you build. Yeah. Have we heard God on that? Do we have a word on that? Has he given visions and dreams? And a thus says the Lord to somebody in your world, and you proceed into the new by being established in revelation. Yeah,
1: and present truth.
0: In the present truth of God. So it's going to require prophecy in every part of the church. Children's ministry, worship ministry, leadership team, services. And that is going to be a major change for a lot of churches who have no idea what it is.
1: To make decisions by revelation.
0: Exactly. And I mean, we do it almost instinctively here because this is a prophet-led yeah. organization. I remember somebody coming in saying to me, I've never seen a church service led by a prophet before. And I thought, oh, that's just our normal. Yeah. And everything is, what, is, what are what you saying, God? What is God saying? What are you God God saying, God? What's God? What are you saying, God? Yeah. And continually. Totally. And the structure is almost obsolete to us if God says something different. Completely. It goes out the window. And it should. So this is what we mean. And it's not just the house of God. It is, I I have to hear you, God. Totally. I have got to hear you because you're about to trust me to speak plagues into being. And I need a history of hearing your voice. Mm.
1: And this goes into business. It goes into family. It goes into education. So don't just think, oh, well, that's for a church leader. Actually, no, if you're in business, if you run your own business, if you're self-employed, whatever realm, even how you raise your family, how you do things as a family, it is by revelation. If you want to know how to partner and steward the glory of God is by the voice of God right now. And actually, that is why there's such a sense of God shaking and removing, you know, comforts mm-hmm. and, and, and things that give us stability, you know, mm-hmm. things that we like to take into consideration when we're making a decision. And he's saying, look, you're not going to be able to rely on that or that or that or that for decision-making. You're only you, going to have to rely on my voice.
0: And in, in in that, actually, sometimes our actions are not the obvious things. <laughs> totally. So let me tell you... Don't of, assume. Don't assume, yes. yes. So, I mean, I remember... A couple coming in to me for a prophetic word and their physical intimacy was a mess. I know this story, yes. You know this story. You know where it's going. And the Lord, the word of the Lord came and said, If you will buy different colour bed linen, I will restore physical intimacy in the marriage. And even I'm thinking, that is not how it works. Was you, the,
1: the, God told them what colour to buy.
0: Yes but if I tell you on the air, everybody will want to buy that bed colour, But um, and some will deliberately swap out that bed colour because they're naughty. But anyway, so let's not have that conversation about yes. what colour. But in that conversation, I'm thinking, because you know how much pre-marriage counselling I do and, and, and marriage counselling, and I'm thinking, That's I have never in yeah. all my days...
1: That's not how I would fix that. This is not yeah. how we
0: fix physical intimacy issues, God, by changing the colour of the bed, linen. and this is ridiculous. But you you go with it, that says the Lord. They bought the bed linen. And oh my goodness, I had blow by blow accounts of how that color of bed linen completely healed their marriage. And I'm like, God, you do some strange things.
1: He really does.
0: (laughs) Am I embarrassing you? No. (laughs) I'm just thinking though, but it's like,
1: You know, Jeremiah and Jeremiah's underwear. God turns up and says to Jeremiah, (laughs) I want you to go buy a new pair of underwear. I want you to wear them for a couple of days. While you're wearing them, go on a hike. Go up the side of a mountain, find a rock, take the underwear off, bury them in the rock, Come back a few days later, then try to put them back on. Jeremiah tries to put them back on, finds out that they've got loads of holes in them, (laughs) can not put them back on, says it's useless, and God does all that. Why? Because he wants to say to Israel, I brought you to the most intimate part of who I was, but you hid, and now you're useless. And you do kind of think, God, why didn't you just say that to Jeremiah? But he requires response. He requires actions and decisions. And action
0: by specific revelation. sometimes,
1: Sometimes it is just... I don't understand, I don't know why. And God says, it's just because I'm God. I don't do it your way on your terms.
0: Be- because it, magic is just... Totally, doing the same, the same thing, thing over and over. It, so we, we're going to live by revelation. I have to say, I mean, we've talked a lot about Jeremiah because you're a Jeremiah prophet. If <laughs> if a prophet walked in wearing holy underwear, we would give them a modesty blanket. We would. How far have we fallen from the extremes of God? You know, actually, that holy underwear Mm. strutting around in it is a sign. How much would we receive a prophet like Hosea, who says, well, I've married the local prostitute because God told me. We would actually say, no, uh, no, that wasn't God. Mm -hmm. Another wild story is uh, but this is incredibly rewarding ida husband and wife team sit with me they were in full-time ministry actually they did a really good job leading a local church they're very kind uh, to us uh, giving us space in it from time to time for conferences and um but finances were an absolute disaster Mm -hmm. and i felt the lord say to me take their wallet pour anointing oil mm, into the yeah. wallet.
1: Not just a dab, drench yeah, it. <laughs> uh,
0: by this time next week, there's going to be £10,000 in there and a breakthrough in their housing. And I'm thinking, this is a lovely leather wallet. And I know I'm ruining <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> yeah. And they're too polite to stop me. And so I have got the wallet out and li- I asked them to take the photographs out. And literally, I tip a whole thing of anointing oil into the wallet. By that day next week, literally, they've yeah. been handed a cheque for £10,000. <laughs> And on the days after, there is a breakthrough in their housing situation. And that sense of living by revelation, and do it even if it seems like it is the most ridiculous thing you have ever done.
1: And and we go, oh, it doesn't make sense, God. And God goes, well, that's the whole point. That is the point. Because I don't want you to take credit for it. (laughs) Actually, it's not about you looking good with a good idea. It's the fact that I told you to do something, you did it, and I get the glory.
0: (laughs) Yes, and there's obedience, and that scripture that says God does whatever he wants. Absolutely. And he does. He he does whatever he wants. But
1: but why, God? Because I told you so. But why? Because I told you so. Yes. And that's
0: it. Yes. And and the training of that, go and stand there. Why does it matter? Because I said so. Yeah. Absolutely. And actually, even in raising our children, and I know I say to my boys, because I said so, I mean, the classic parental line, (laughs) because, and I know there's this kind of conversation about do we ever say that to, is that correct to say to your children, because I said so, that actually is parenting now, not a little bit more of negotiation, but actually, no, because sometimes God will say, because I said so, and you just do it. And we've
1: talked about that before. And I think it's from the the sublime to the ridiculous, actually, Pick that, pick that rubbish up off the floor. Why? Because mm. I said so. You're out in this, you know. Clean that up paint. in the street. Yes. Pick that up and put it in the bin. Why?
0: Because I said so. And
1: actually, it's and even the little things. And I actually think that's going to happen to some of you watching. Just God asking you to do what seems ridiculous, minuscule, even just. Almost pointless, but it's in the training of. Here's how you live by revelation, because yes. I said so.
0: Yes, and that obedience that is required. Totally. Therefore, and I wonder whether we've not been able to become the Revelation Eleven Church partly because it wasn't timing, but partly because we're just not that yielded in obedience. Obedient, yet, yeah, yeah. Even if it makes no sense.
1: Totally, and that's actually can, where it's tested. Can, can I tell
0: you the most obedient thing? Um, that it, it, and it really costs us. So we, oh, well, about eight, nine years ago, um, it was my birthday in December and God said to me, I'm gonna give you a birthday present, Emma. And I'm like, what is it? And he said, I'm gonna make you homeless. And I'm like, great <laughs> birthday present, God.
1: Will it be wrapped nicely?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. So and he said this, the house you're in is gonna be sold. I do not give you permission to rent. Oh my So literally within days yeah. And it, it's kind of a very odd way That it happened But the household yeah. that we lived in We were renting and um, Three kids Yeah So we lot. literally put all our stuff into storage
1: Yeah
0: And I'm like what well, What now what? It's Literally <laughs> Let, what, not? what now Literally God used it Because it I'm happened not so fast to, I, I, don't, I can't buy Because we didn't have the resources to buy But you're not allowed to rent uh-huh. it, Is that not great foolishness? Mm. and boy did we learn the most amazing mm. life lessons that um, our friends put us up in their attic and some of you know the story yeah. of living in their attic and, and your,
1: your desk was an ironing board my desk
0: was an ironing board and uh, yeah yeah, it was kind of yeah. crazy and there were 10 of us five in my family five in their family one bathroom and they put us up and i thought we would be there for three weeks Seven months months. and three days, not that we were counting to the day, but we were. And that sense of um, the joy of hearing God and being obedient, even if it cost you everything, Mm. and even if it made no sense to anybody else, it was the best adventure we ever had in God as a family.
1: Totally. I mean, it completely transformed your family
0: absolutely utterly
1: and actually for us who were you know your employees and your staff at that time you were watching this we we journeyed you know in terms of you know Mm -hmm. watching you guys it completely changed the organization yes completely transformed the organization yes Uh, even though it seemed well why don't you just go rent because god said and
0: literally one day god said i give you permission to rent Mm -hmm. and i'm like what
1: What? out of the blue (laughs) yeah
0: Today, and we find a house within about an hour or two and moved. And uh, I mean, the the housing market, the housing stock in Glasgow for renting is not great at the best of times. But but it was a gift at that time. But it was a real gift. And we've been in there for eight, nine years. But that sense of, I would choose that uncomfortableness every single day of the week to live by revelation. Come
1: on, come on. And the reward yes. is not just about looking good. It's not anything like that. The reward you reap, your, your, you know, your family, what that did in your children, yes. how that formed Christ in them, how that yes. formed you as a family. And, and it is that real sense of even, you know, having that, that, that Jesus-like attitude for the joy set before. Actually, even if God, you're asking me to do what? I'm going to do it. I'm going it. to do for the it. joy set before. It. My eyes are on it and I'm just going to do it.
0: And I think that the problem that we have is when we reflect on Hosea marry a prostitute, you know, David and Emma go homeless, uh, Jeremiah wear the holy underwear yeah. type stuff, that actually this is not the stories of ease or comfort or actually <laughs> radical blessing nope. uh, in, the, in yeah. that moment. It, I mean, it does come, but it's not in that moment. And it is the cost even of, you know, Emma, I want I want you, you and I have chatted uh, privately about this. I want you to say this and you will lose reputation over it.
1: hundred percent. Absolutely. And we,
0: we have wrestled with that.
1: And and we've, we've then had to do it. And we have lost reputation. Talk to,
0: talk, talk to the people about... What that did to you, when you had to bring revelation, do you remember you brought a word about America and you, you, you prophesied and said, America, God's going to bring you to your knees mm-hmm. and I'm going to call you America the humble. Yeah,
1: that, that over the next years, through the election that was happening a couple of years ago, um, God had said, look, I, I, you're not going to be known as America the Great you're going to be known as America, the humble. And God specifically said, I, I was I was up all night. I mean, it was one of those words that you carry that you want to be sick. I mean, you were you wrestling know, with you it. You want to vomit. It's that severe almost. And God said, look, I've ordained it for there to be, you know, candidates who are elderly that you actually don't have a, a, a leader who looks strong in their body or yes. anything like that because God was bringing America and is to Inters, her knees yes. and into yeah. this place where he can then say, America the humble. And that America would be known in the years to come as a nation of servant leadership. Um, but that yeah. cost friendships, um, that cost relationally, that cost, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we now learn over time not to read comments. But even then, you know, what that does of, of shaking and yeah. you've just got to go at the end of the day, God, you asked I obeyed.
0: But, uh, I, yes, and I, I mean, I'm very proud of you for the integrity to follow the voice of God, but as your leader and your spiritual mum, I watched the cost totally. very, very deeply in you totally. of obedience to the voice of God.
1: It wasn't pleasant.
0: It was not pleasant. It wasn't. And that sense of almost, if I can put it like this, mm. the same actually when David and I went into uh, you're not allowed to rent territory, yeah. there is something of... On one level, the rich adventure of being obedient, and there is a rich reward and rich adventure of being obedient, but the sense that it tastes sweet, a bit like we read um, in both John uh, and
1: um, Revelation.
0: Yeah, John Revelation and Ezekiel, who both eat scrolls and they taste sweet, but they go Go, bitter. They go summer. They go bitter in your stomach. Uh, Actually, it's not Ezekiel; it's Jeremiah. Yeah, it's Jeremiah. Sorry, uh, John and Jeremiah, and the sense that. Um, I'm going to live by revelation. It's going to taste sweet because there's a reward of immediate obedience, but it's going to burn me somewhere. And actually, you live in that place where the reward is great, but at the same time, you feel unraveled yeah. somewhere deep the, inside. The
1: reward is great, but the cost is, all, is also great.
0: And yet it is in that, I think, that God says, now I can trust you with me. Absolutely. With an increased capacity to hold my glory. Absolutely. Because you behaved according to revelation, even if it wasn't what you wanted. Yes. Which is why I have massive, massive problems with prophetic words or prophetic lifestyles that are literally hell bent on everything being comfortable and good.
1: You're getting, and you're it upgrade, is hellbent. Yeah, you get an upgrade. It's going to get easier, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, without so the ballast. So
0: we're coming into the days of prophetic church, and I want to challenge you as, as our family now, as you've journeyed with us through these 10 sessions, you got to know us quite well, on what the prophets say, this challenge. How much are you living by Revelation. Revelation. And how much are you living by actually quite costly revelation? Yeah. And what decisions are you taking because you wept in the presence of God and he Mm. asked you to go in this journey according to his his voice. Wow. And I dare not. It's exactly what Moses says when he says, if you don't go with us, I'm not going. going." I will not do this. I will actually sit here. Yes and until you yeah. have said that this is okay totally. to do.
1: Unless you say it, I'm not doing it, I'm God. I'm doing it, God. Yeah. Wow. Well,
0: wow. Well, any other thoughts on that, Sam?
1: I think just this place of uh, you know, now you're listening what now what do you do in response? I think you pray, God, I want to be obedient to your voice. Yes. God, I want to be obedient to your voice. I do mm-hmm. also think it is, and I, I do pray this often. Um, you know, I said it earlier on, and I'll say it to myself, particularly if I'm carrying a weighty word that I think, mm, this might not go down well. Yeah. I'll just go, it's for the joy. It's for the joy said before, year. do you know? And sometimes you just have to say that, that yeah. actually come on, endure, endure, endure. And you, you get your head down and you're obedient. And you know that whether the reward is here now or the reward is to come, there Doing is there. one, nonetheless. Yes,
0: yes, there is, for the joy set before him, it, mm. he endured the cross, totally. scorning its shame, and totally. taking on that punishment. Absolutely. Yes, well, we bless you We do. to live by revelation, mm. and to be able to become part of the Revelation 11 church, mm-hmm. who will carry the weight of God and come the on. glory of God, we'll stop things, we'll start things, (laughs) we'll bless things, we'll curse things, we'll open doors, we'll shut doors by revelation. I bless you into that in the name of Jesus. And I open your ears Mm. to hear the voice of God. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, (laughs) Emma Start and Sam Robertson. And we look forward to the next episode of Challenge Yeah. And being in your life Mm. as those called to hear God. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. You clearly ooze stamina. May I gently encourage you to jump over to our website, propheticscots.com, where you can download my e-course... The Prophetic Warrior, nine highly interactive sessions that will equip and train you to hear the voice of God with ease. Make sure that you subscribe and like and share this podcast. You don't want to miss all the things we have coming up for you.